Tom Barfield, Stretch Smith, Garrett Ross, glad to have you with us. And we're going to our walk-on sports bistro listener line, and we're going to say hello to Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald. Brycey, how are you, my friend? Doing well, doing well. How about you guys? Doing great. All right, get me up to date. You're at uh, the Midway Temple Sub-Varsity football game. What's the score? It is 8-6 to six Midway, uh, five minutes left in the second quarter. They uh, started a little bit early on this one. Did they really? But I was here. Yeah. So you made it, you made it for the opening I, kickoff. I did. I did. I was one of, of two on our on the Midway side at that time. But uh, it's starting to fill up. People are starting to get off work. So. All right. So let's hear a little play-by-play. The <laughs> <laughs> so Temple has the ball. Uh, like I said, trailing 8-6. to six. They're waiting for a play call right now. <laughs> All right. Hey, before we talk about some of the high school games and get into the college stuff, uh, uh, really a neat deal uh, in uh, in the uh, – the uh, in, in in the built Ford Tough Player of the Week thing with uh, with uh, with the Ford company, we've had several players in Central Texas garner this honor, and, and Kevin Gaithier from Conley from uh, uh, from the four A ranks, and Trajan Butler from Marlin from the two A ranks, they received it this week. So, and I know you guys wrote about that in the uh, in the paper this week, but what a great honor for those two young men. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Kavion, what a game. Uh, Chad Conine predicted that one after watching the China Spring Conley game. He actually tweeted out, uh, if if Kavion Gaither's not the built for tough player, uh, then something's wrong. And, and uh, you know, Kavion ended up getting that award. He, you know, he's just a guy that makes plays on both sides of the ball. And, of course, made the winning play in that in that game against China Spring, throwing a a two-point pass there to end a bold move by the cadets to to go for two and and then like you said Trey John Butler of Marlin uh, rushed for a school record uh, like 341 rushing yards in that in in their Marlins win last week so uh, David Haynes Jr. has got the Bulldogs going in the right direction. Yeah, he he averaged 26 yards a carry. <laughs> That is that's just stupid. He 26 yards a carry in that football game. So congratulations to those two young men. Uh, before we talk about the games on the field, obviously some issues uh, with, with uh, COVID off the field. And we've had several games uh, this week that are not going to be able to be played. Yeah, uh, Crawford uh, got its game canceled with Valley Mills. So the, the Pirates will go into the playoffs next week not having played in either week 10 or 11 because, of course, they were supposed to play Itasca, the Wampus Cats, last week, and uh, the Wampus Cats have, have canceled their season. Uh, so now, you know, they'll, they'll have a, quite a layoff when, when they go into the playoffs. Uh, Riker was another game that, uh, you know, got its game canceled, but fortunately Tyler Holcomb there at Riker was able to pick up a game. I don't know if y'all got that word, but – Riker now traveling to Brazos Christian in Bryan tomorrow night. Well, good for the uh, good for Riker. Uh, a couple of key games, and, and we talk about it every week. But uh, you got Troy and Academy and Lorena and Rockdale, uh, and obviously uh, the uh, Lorena Rockdale is for the, that one-two slot in that district. Yeah, no doubt. To me, that's the game of the week. Incidentally, Temple just scored on a double pass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just giving y'all the update. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, game of the week. Uh, no doubt. That's going to be a doozy. That's where Chad Conine's going tomorrow night. Rod Aguilot will be down there as well. Uh, and it's for a district championship. Um, and to me, any one of the four teams 
that go to the playoffs in that district could make a deep playoff run. I mean, uh, that district is that good, and we're talking about, you know, uh, Lorena, Rockdale, um, McGregor, the McGregor Bulldogs, and then, of course, the winner of Troy uh, Academy, which is going to be another great game. Uh, but I'm just so impressed with the job that Ray Bile's team has done. Um, you know, they're, they're solid in all three phases. Uh, and they've got a lot of talent. I mean, Dalen Browder, Reed Mickna, Ben Smith-Hammer, which if I, you know, if reincarnation is a thing, I'm coming back as Bryce Smith-Hammer because that is just a great football name. I want to be named Smith-Hammer. Bryce, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so Mark Vidal becomes the next, the, the latest uh, bear to be on an award watch list for the Carl Malone Power Forward uh, watch list. How is this team going to handle the pressure this year early on? Man, they've got a, got a brutal schedule. Uh, you know, you're going to play Villanova. You're going to play Gonzaga. You're going to get tested. Um, but I think they're going to be so fired up just to play basketball. Um, you know, they had a, a tremendous season last year wiped out because of COVID. And, and Lady Bears can say the same thing. Um, and so I think these guys are just raring to go and, and getting Jared Butler back was huge. Um, you know, he, he flirted with going to the NBA and, uh, you know, you're just loaded at guard. You're loaded kind of everywhere. Having vital there to do the, the defense and, uh, they've got some red shirt guys. Hey, how about that? Cooper Cherry just caught a kickoff. That's Did not he? bad. How about yeah. that? Get- yeah, he didn't return it. He just downed it, but that's okay. At least he didn't fumble. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, oh. I'm like a squirrel tonight. But, uh, yeah. Proud uh, dad, you're Baylor. a proud dad. Proud dad. Uh, Baylor, they're going to be awesome. And I can't wait to see, like I said, that Villanova game and that Gonzaga game, which uh, the, the Baylor-Gonzaga game, it could be 1-2 and it could be – I mean, it, it will be at the site of the Final Four, which is in Indi- Indianapolis. So that's pretty cool, too. I was just going to say, hey, we talked about this earlier this week, but there is a real legitimate opportunity for both the Baylor men and Baylor women to be uh, in the Final Four. And, and that just doesn't happen on, on campuses. Uh, you're, this is a really a, a very special opportunity for both the Baylor men and women this year. No question. I mean, uh, yeah, like you said, and I think – both teams have a chance to go very, very deep. Uh, Scott True's team just loaded with returners. Obviously, Kim Mulkey's team has some has some players to you know make up for. Lauren Cox is gone. Taya Cooper's gone. Juicy Landrum's gone. But they are still uh, pretty loaded. And to me, I think they're going to have some some women that are stepping up into new roles. I mean, Nalissa Smith already was good, but with Lauren Cox graduating, I think maybe Nalissa takes on a little bit more of a, a leadership role. Um, maybe even her stats go up. Her stats were pretty good last year, but um, but yeah, that, that team is going to be salty again. Saturday, Dave Aranda takes the uh, the football team up to Ames to take on Iowa State, and boy, he's running into a, a, a very good football team. No, no question. Iowa State leads the uh, Big 12 in rushing. Um, that's going to be quite a chore. It's never easy to go into Ames and come out with a win. Uh, Baylor has learned that over the years. I do think it's an advantage that, you know, Iowa State will be limited on the number of fans. Uh, you know, that's a place that I don't know if any of you guys have been there 
But what a tailgating scene. It's just incredible. And I, I've been – Jerry Hill was talking about it this week, but we've been there at, at uh, Jack Trice Stadium where like 20 minutes before the game, the entire stadium is empty, and you're like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden the tailgaters just start storming <laughs> in, you know. I mean, that tailgating scene is something to, to behold. Uh, and so obviously there will be fewer uh, fans in the in the stands. I think that benefits Baylor, but – uh, it's still going to be, like you said, uh, uh, quite a chore because Matt Campbell's got his team, you know, going in the right direction and a team that, you know, could contend for a spot in that Big 12 championship game. I don't think there's any question uh, that they've got, they being Baylor, have got to get off to a better start than what they did uh, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and, you know, it's something I talked about in a, a story about just kind of their uh, poorest tackling this week. It was, you know, I was asking Dave Aranda about that, you know, what – what did you trace that to? You know, was it just techniques? What was it? And and he mentioned just, you know, getting off to the uh, poor start, you know, really puts you in a bad place emotionally if you're playing football. And, and it kind of, you know, can make you do some things that you no, might not normally do. And uh, I think you saw that. I mean, guys were taking bad angles. Guys were not wrapping up. And, and on that 74-yard run that, uh, that TCU broke, that was a play that William Bradley King had him dead to rights in the in the backfield, and and the TCU guy just ran through an arm tackle. Uh, it was kind of a pile up at midfield where two or three Baylor players ran into each other. So they've they've you know they've got to start faster so that they can get a little bit of confidence, a little bit of emotion on their side. Bryce, has there been any any update on Lovett after going out of the game on Saturday? Yeah, I haven't heard. Uh, that's something uh, I need to ask John Werner about, but. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't heard an update on Love It. Okay, all right, Bryce. See, we're gonna there's a there's a cherry kid that's out there playing football. We're gonna let you get back and watch him have <laughs> no some fun. No problem, guys. <laughs> hey, appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Talk yep. to you soon. That is a uh, Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald.